0: This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast.
1: I said this last week and I'm pissed off that we didn't get it on recording. I was like, this is my moment where I'm going to flash back in four years and say I called it. You're you're going
2: to do a Gary Vee. Bro, that's what I'm saying. You're going to do a real. I wish. What you said three
0: well, it years wasn't ago. Bro, it wasn't like,
1: recorded. It wasn't. Yeah, but
0: you know what the gangster move would be is you getting out there and actually creating this platform instead. I've been anxious the last week or so. It correlates with the, hap- uh, with the markets. <laughs> For you, that makes sense. What happens day-to-day in the market determines how happy or unhappy I am on that given day. I don't think mine's <laughs> market-related. Um, it does hurt when you lose like 20, 30K in a day, though. Yes. Second that. <laughs> Second that.
1: Uh, Fucking I don't know. I mean, I mean, we're going through massive change. Yeah, in the
0: so there's always stress that comes uncertainty. with that sort
1: of thing. Probably just uncertainty, man. And, like, probably doesn't help that you're in here for half the day by yourself. Like, just kicking back by yourself when you're used to being in a, sh- in a co-working
0: space. People are like, out. Nah, you thrive off, like, working in solitude, not having that Yeah, solitude's good. Easy for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, but maybe just in a new environment.
2: I don't know, man. I don't know what it is, hey.
0: Get back but. to your meditation. I'm,
2: I'm still meditating.
0: Yeah. You're yeah, exercising.
2: Yeah, I'm exercising. I think it's just just change.
0: It's the market. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> it determines whether you're going to be happy or happy not. he's not he's
1: not looking at it as much as you are.
0: <laughs> I don't check that much. I check yeah, like you the just overall know. market. You could read a
1: news. You could you could read a ma- news like a news article.
0: And be like market's doing shit today. Or well, yeah, I c- you do kind of get a feeling of what it's going to do like next week and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So. Yeah, that's true. Yes. But good night's sleep tonight. You'll be great. I think it's just change.
2: I think it's just uncertainty. I think that comes in little bits, obviously, when you're, you're kind of obvious uh, changing things, right? That that mean a lot to you. I think that's with business, right?
0: Risk is, is part and parcel in what we do anyway, so. Absolutely. All right.
2: Let's talk about what we're here to talk about, which is round two. We talked round about this two. last week. <laughs> My bad.
0: Yeah. My fucking back.
2: Okay, so just a quick one for everyone. Reese, last week we filmed.
0: <laughs> to be fair, it, a lot of it was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, it was all your fault.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> I will not die <laughs> on my sword. It was definitely his fault. I'm back. So we up. had some technical issues, uh, and those technical issues were definitely Reese's fault. <laughs> and what happened was we ended up getting. Yeah, all the mics recorded except for Reese's, which we had to re- record on a what, different what computer. What brought us
1: to using a second computer? Um, Reese. Let's <laughs> no, <that's laughs> not talk one. about it. <laughs> uh, Reece <did. laughs> definitely was. To be dangerous. fair, you are the
0: youngest, so you should be more in tune with all this stuff than we are. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I beg to
2: disagree. <laughs> okay, so, but what ended up happening was we recorded everything and Reese's mic wasn't on, so he was actually recording with his computer. And we looked at it; and it just obviously wasn't a viable option once we got the finished product. Um, but what we talked about was Gary V and NFTs, NFT's blockchain. OnlyFans,
0: blockchain. We went everywhere. Yeah, Shit, that's right. I completely forgot what we even yeah chatted about. I again. don't know how
1: those two ended up <laughs> correlating, but it did at some point. But
0: yeah, well, it's about the creator. It's about the creator economy. So that's that's why they sort of intertwine. Right. A lot okay. has
1: changed since that conversation, though. Yeah if we're looking in the NF world of NFTs, Gary Vee's actually sold out of, you know, his base level ones already.
0: Has he? Mm. Sold out completely. Of the base ones, yeah. How much did they go for? Not sure. No? Not sure. But... but
2: so, I mean, what we wanted to talk about was blockchain, um, NFTs, cryptocurrency, and, and obviously we referred to Gary V. but for those of you at home who don't know, what Gary V did was basically launch... A bit of a platform um, where you can buy NFTs, and that was in that was a strategy for him to be able to tokenize his following and and his community. um, Where you could buy different NFTs, and they would give you access to Vcon, which is a three day uh, convention. convention. So, similar to like the Grant Cardone kind of 10x conference, so on. He wants to make it one of the best business marketing. Um, conventions in the world, you know, obviously a lot of guests, a lot of expert speakers, and these. I kind think of Grant
0: things. Cardone is full of crap.
2: <laughs> I don't, I don't, I've never listened to any of his stuff, but a, I yeah. know that the Ten X conference, he does one of those. And they he go wild, the they in. go
1: wild, man. Ten X conferences go nuts, and they're like almost like a cult following. They're all in there just yelling Ten X. It's a scam. Man. Yeah, of course, it's a
0: scam. Full on. It's yeah. like that Lopez guy. What's his name? The guy who does all those ads. You're telling the story. He's like read. He's like read. Like he read a book every day or some shit. Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez. Yeah, him.
2: Mm. I don't know. I've never looked into his stuff either. Hey, it's all a
0: scam. They make their money off selling the course and then actually not like uh, giving anyone the keys to actually create their own success.
1: That's also on the consumer as well, man. Because you look at like there are serial, um, serial course attenders, serial yeah. seminar attenders that never have any intention of actually following through with the big ticket items because it's like all these seminars, right, all these um, conferences are like, cool, learn the little thing, drop a couple nuggets, but you have to come to our weekend, you have to come to our, our, our getaway that is like 10x the price. And how many, what do you reckon the upsell rate is? 20%, 10%?
0: Yeah, right. It'd be nothing but people yeah, people
1: go there right people go there with zero intention to follow through with the big ticket items they've zero intention to actually follow through and change their business structure based on what they learn they're there for the photo they're there for the fucking the, the insta flex which probably comes back into the conversation of NFTs of what is an NFT and where is it going in the long term you know realm of the potential here people at the moment go to a convention to get the photo with the grand cardone doing the 10x symbol and be like I went And people assume they're now going to be successful. And then when they do nothing in a year,
0: no one fucking questions it. Turning up is easy. The execution is hard. Mm.
1: It's funny, though.
2: I mean, I kind of look at the other side of it and go, like, (coughs) it is education. Yeah, like, Mm. there's people that are up on that stage that Grant Cardone would actually be interviewing Mm -hmm. that have some validity. right? Of course. And it's kind of like, you know, like, I don't know about Grant Cardone. I haven't really done anything of his. But I know that... There's some people up on that stage that have validity. And I think it's like, it's education, yeah? So I think at the end of the day, education um, is the core of what is of everything, yeah? Like, if you want to make progress, you first have to become educated. So, but I mean, we'll go back to Gary Vee. So he's tokenized the community, right? And what that means is, is that you can buy an NFT... Um, that NFT gives you a certain
1: access to... The Do you want to... Let's context. rewind a sec. Let's rewind. Do you want to just go over what an NFT is for people that may not know? I don't fucking know what an NFT is. Man, we were just saying before, like, you know, we're all, you know, somewhat, you know, pre, pretty heavily invested into crypto. And we sit there and go, what actually is this shit, right? Because we're going through this process of change. Like we were talking about before, change is scary. Right, and I said before, like it's something that I never thought I'd be in a situation to go through and say I understand what my parents went through with the the birth of the internet and how they missed the boat and just didn't understand it, but still use it every day. That is going to be like the majority of the populace that eventually use crypto, but ha- don't have a fucking clue what it is. You ask my parents, man, what's the internet? They're like, it's a cable that goes in the fucking in the wall. What is the internet? <laughs> I what? don't think I even know. Dude, I don't even is. know what the internet <laughs> like, is, yeah. man. I mean, but like, anyway, it's a network, what does? Right? What does NFT stand for? What does this... what? Yeah, so this NFT movement? is a
2: non-fungible token. Um, and basically, to make it, I think, like to make this as simple as we can without losing people, the way Gary V's doing it is it he's basically uh, doing a Dutch auction. I think it's Dutch, mm-hmm. Dutch auction. And, and it means that um, there's no fixed price or cap on the price and it, there's a certain amount of time and the best bidder wins. And obviously, that's extremely profitable for Gary. Um but beyond that, um, what it also means is you know there's different types of access. So you could have one-on-one access, you could have group access, you could have Admission. VIP, you could hang out with Gary and go to a basketball game. Like There's all these different types of access. And there's so, just normal general access to VCon. Exactly, exactly. So um, when you're buying this NFT, you're getting a particular type of access. Um, but... I'm not sure about the back end of it, but um, I don't know whether these exist. I think he put a three year.
0: Yeah, I think they expire in 2024 or something. something, And then they just become these digital pieces of art that are floating around Hmm. that accrue value. Potentially, Hmm. or they could drop. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
2: but so, and I think that's the really uh, interesting thing here, right? Is that it's not only what you're, you know, you could pay X for this NFT and it could be worth you know, why in a year's time? Like, there's going to be, you know... Well, supply
1: and demand, bro. Yeah. It's a matter of, like, the more... The less of the supply, the higher the demand, generally, right? Especially if Gary keeps the status he has now, um, and that grows at the rate that it has. In a year's time, someone that got... Let's say someone got an NFT that gave one-on-one access, but they haven't cashed it in yet, they could potentially sell that for, you know, a 30x on their investment, potentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: exactly. So I think that's the really cool thing, and that's where... That, like, why would someone tokenize their community? And I think if you look at the way we build communities now, it's usually around some type of uh, social media or we're using some third party. And obviously, when we're doing that, that third party accrues majority of the value. Yeah, like, if you look at the, the amount of money that's made by YouTube compared to um, the person who uh, is obviously con- creating content or, you know, Instagram and creating content, you know, some of the best YouTubers in the world still make 20, 20 million, you know? Like, there's kids making 20 million out there. Reality is, is, you know, YouTube's making billions every week, right? Mm-hmm. So they're accruing most of that value. And then the, the, the consumer of the content is actually accruing no value. You're actually you're giving you away your time for free. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole point of being able to tokenize is that you remove the third party or... You know, you're still Yeah, you're still going to have to, like use them, yeah? Like Gary Vee's still going to be using Instagram, he's still going to be doing all these things, but it gives the opportunity to someone else to accrue that value, right? So to the the producer uh, and the end consumer to accrue that value. Um, uh, you know, obviously through Gary's, Gary has the ability to... Um, Gary has the ability to obviously earn money from it, and and the, these things are probably. I would see. I would say that some of them probably sold for upwards of twenty grand, At least. more 30, 40, 50. You know, so Gary's probably making bank on this right now. Uh, and then you also have the end consumer who now has an asset that could accrue in value as well. Mm-hmm. Instead of just giving your attention away for free, you now have it like something that is similar to like the stock of a company, a cryptocurrency that now could be potentially be worth more in the future. There's
1: also We've we've spoken about this probably three times now, but there's the other element of this that is subjective value and perceived fl- like ability to flex. Um, you know, we look at like children now who play online games and they buy the you know the craziest sword and then they're the most popular kid at school because they have this digital sword that they can fucking whoop ass with, you know, and go nuts and sweet cool. They've got this sword that means nothing, right? Essentially, that social flex is like these kids are going to grow up. These kids are going to get into the point where they're in their twenties, thirties, and there is going to be a platform there that if you don't sell off your NFTs, right, even if they have expired, there is going to be this opportunity to flex and show social status because you have this collectible <laughs> item online.
0: Instead of showing off your um, your car, or instead of showing off whatever your, yeah, holiday your f- you're on, yeah, and exactly. or that sort of thing.
1: But like I said this last week, and I'm pissed off that we didn't get it on recording. I was like, this is my moment where I'm going to flash back in four years and say I called it.
2: You're you're going to do a Gary V. Bro,
0: that's what I'm saying. You're going to do
2: a real. I wish
0: what
1: you said three years ago. Bro, it wasn't recorded. It wasn't. Yeah, but
0: you know what the gangster move would be is you getting out there and actually creating this platform instead. Dude, that would be hectic. Anyway, <laughs>
1: my Gary V moment last week was... Come on, we were
0: talking about execution before. You just yeah, got to get in there and execute.
1: About it. <laughs> 100%. But my Gary Vee moment was like, there is going to be something that comes out where someone goes, cool, develop the Instagram version of NFT where you can actually display your NFTs and you accrue social status and social ability to flex. And that's where... you know, th- the age of influencer marketing is going to be like who has the most NFTs who has the most influence who has the most digital wealth um, and then Gary Vee actually came out like two days ago and said oh yeah this is going to be a thing one day
0: there's already someone working on it for 100% sure. there would be for sure
1: but I think that also you just got to beat them to it you know we, this <laughs> is who, it's, it's about working faster not
0: smarter <laughs>
2: yeah but there's also we also talked about this right there's a lot of there's a lot more risk involved initially yeah like it's like it's very early gary v could do this and it could probably fail and it won't matter mm. do you know what i mean and like the other thing with gary v like love him to death but that guy probably says fucking more things under the sun than anybody else on the planet so he's always got something like it's easy to make a prediction because nobody fucking remembers five years later yeah, like if Gary Vee's wrong here, does the, is there any consequence? It's like I don't really think so. No. Yeah, like just because he says it doesn't mean it's gonna happen. No, you know. So
1: and I mean, obviously, I, people only ever celebrate the things that do.
2: Exactly. Like Gary Vee's not making reels of the things he gets wrong. No. Yeah. So. I mean, and don't get me wrong, he's a fucking genius. Like, I'm not shying away from that, but it's... it's but that's it's, just him but having oh, ideas and that sort of thing. Props so, yeah. to him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, cause he's he's going out on a limb here and, and going in. Well, he's and it's good
0: for one. guys like us as well, because he has the resources to be able to go out and test this sort of thing, and then we can just copy-paste.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, Kyle and I actually spoke about this oh, two months ago now, yeah, about, like, probably two, maybe two, even three months ago, about tokenizing our community and like potentially moving into the into blockchain like kyle came in he was like you know when he
2: hey guys sorry for the interruption it's kyle i just wanted to jump on here and remind you guys that every single month the podcast is going to be running a competition on behalf of elite vitality business school where we are offering you a spot into our newest course the diploma of fitness business now all you have to do is take a photo of the episode that you're listening to Give myself a tag, give Reese Livingston a tag and give Pivotal Conversations a tag and tell us exactly what you're loving about the episode that you're listening to or your biggest learning. And that'll go into our inbox and then every single month we're going to be drawing a winner and giving away a spot into the next intake of the course. Back to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in.
1: He, like, he gets to that point where he's just had way too much caffeine and he's fucking shadow boxing <laughs> and <laughs> He's got all these ideas. So it's just about every day that, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. But he, he came in and was like, blockchain's the answer. We need to tokenize our community. But eventually, essentially, it's one, a super co- super costly ex- uh,
0: experience. It's actually
2: not that costly at the moment. Like, it's it's not. Um, it's just about
0: the execution and how and you actually it, the potential fit it risk. to the market that you're in. Because
2: yeah. uh, uh, my idea had nothing to do with the convention. No. Yeah, my idea was actually more about... The future of... potential
1: like, like, incentivizing the, the community
2: to do well, so. Yeah, Not even have, incentivizing have, the community, incentivizing uh, talent and influence. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, like, instead of incentivizing the community that would be using our product, we would allocate 20% there, but we would allocate more so majority of those tokens um, based on incentivizing top-end talent to help come teach in our school. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because that's where we see the biggest opportunity because it means we don't have to give away equity of our company. We can mm. instead give away the value of these coins. But you can also
0: places. attach your future revenue to, towards it well, as yeah, well. Yeah, we are going to do that's that. That's driving that even more value. Yeah, that's
1: 30% it th- Like 30%, 10%, whatever it is. Um, 30%. 30%. 30%. Fucking gagging, honey. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> 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 Mate, if it's if it's there. Yeah. Shit, um, you want to make
0: sure your profit margins are... <laughs> Quite high. I was going to say thirty percent, <laughs> mate. With
1: these changes we've got going, <laughs> like, love I don't know what looking at. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we love the community, but not that much. <laughs> hey, maybe
1: we will. Who knows? Um, but my point is, the like it's all good to you know again talk about this thing about tokenizing stuff. But one of the big things that, as you mentioned, Braids, is um, potential for risk here is huge. Yeah. So someone let someone else pave the way. And yes, we may not do things the same way eventually as what Gary Vee's done, but we can use that as influence to go, okay, this is the direction you can potentially make. And that's, um, that's essentially, if you look at like why, like why should everyone be paying attention to this? Because it's potentially the pathway for culture, community, it's, it's potentially the thing, the answer for, um, I guess, future growth.
2: Yeah, I think the biggest thing here for me is like looking beyond that, right? Like I think... You know we're we're only looking at this on a really small spectrum, and you talked about it, me and you've sat over for Brecky and talked about real estate and potentially here. And I think this is probably where most people are missing the mark on blockchain. You know, like the big thing for me as of late has been more so around understanding blockchain morally and ethically, right? Like the ability of what blockchain technologies does for us all to help close the wealth gap yeah because it's like at the moment to invest um in property to invest in and we talked about this in our investors podcast yeah. right it's like blockchain as a technology gives everybody an opportunity to actually invest in, and accrue wealth and build wealth yeah it provides
0: access to things that most people can't or most people don't usually have access to so uh, uh the example that i always fall back on is the ability to communitize or tokenize your your real assets so say you've got say yeah well say you've got a house you can potentially tokenize that and um broaden that horizon for you to you could potentially need to raise money or something like that you just Mm. tokenize that give that away to people around you and this is that way of generating that um, to spread that wealth sorry yeah so
2: so it's also like i think like, t- if we kind of, I mean, I'm just going to try to simplify that so some, Pete, someone can understand. Like, you could own a property, and you might need access to capital for your business. And what you can do if that property is worth a million dollars, right? If I tokenize an element of that community, now, to buy a whole house, it costs you a million dollars, or it's, you know, you have to put down a deposit of $200,000, yep. right? So, instead, now what we can do is we can you know, we can fractionize that. So we could go, we could split a property into a hundred tokens Mm -hmm. and allocate one token of that. And all of a sudden that I could sell those for each token I could sell for um, $2,000. All of a sudden I've doubled my money. So I've got a million dollars in asset that I could sell from remaining on to X amount of those tokens and I would have access to that capital to then go reinvest somewhere.
0: And it shifts um, that, that loan essentially from a traditional bank or someone like that to just the everyday people. And yeah. this is how it transfers wealth to the rest of the people who don't typically have access.
2: Exactly. So it's like not only am I getting access to the capital that I need, but we're also getting you know potentially 100 people who can actually invest in something without having to have a 20% deposit or a 10% deposit. And I think that's the big thing that people are missing with Bitcoin. Everybody's just jumping on the bandwagon and speculating because they understand that they understand green lines and red lines.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. the way to make quick money and that sort of thing, but that's not what this is ultimately about. Yeah, and I
2: think morally and ethically long-term, especially me as a young person, I just look at this and I
1: go, like, you know, I want this to win.
0: Well, this is... Ultimately, it's the internet 2.0. Hmm. Well,
1: that's what I was saying before. You look at, like... We're invested in this process of moving into a crypto-based world. We're invested in that area. But at this point, it's like, again, the, the, exactly to your point is it's the Internet 2.0 because how many people don't actually understand the Internet? Hmm. But they use it every day. They, they, they pretty much put their life on it every day. In 10 years' time, man, crypto is going to be a very similar thing where there's going to be very few people that genuinely understand it, but they use it every day. Because if it gets mass adoption, man, if you get mass adoption of crypto where it's actually usable, spendable on everyday items, do you really think people are going to take the time to understand it? That No, they're going to say, I can spend this and essentially be in a decentralized position from from risk. I don't think it's their I, – I think if we get
2: to that point, though, I don't think it's their responsibility to understand No, it's it. not. It's the business – because like, like – we look at, if it becomes normalised in businesses, mm-hmm. that's the that's who you want to understand it because that drives the ship forward with it, yeah? So, yeah, it, it's interesting because, I mean, and, and then I'll, that's, that's again, if we kind of bring this back to Gary V and what he's doing, you know, you need more guys like him actually pushing this stuff forward because someone like him who can push this technology forward forces innovation and, you know, the more the, of those people that come on board, the the... The, the, the quicker the adoption will actually occur. And I think that's, again, like, uh, as I mean, I'm, I don't know, I'm like a half fan of Gary Vee and then I'm like a half not fan. Um, I'm more of a fan now that he's done this. Um, but I think something like this for me as someone who's a young individual um, who's eventually going to have kids who, you know, that's my, that's, that's my value system. And I look at, as I've started to gain knowledge on you know, money printing and, and investment and why you would actually invest, we talked about it last week, is, you know, i starting to realise the importance of this technology, not just as something that can help me build wealth, but can actually fix a lot of the problems that are in the world right now um, as, a, as a really base technology. And you said something before where it's like, you know, your parents don't understand the internet and, and uh, there's a reason right there's a reason that they don't understand and, and for me there's a, it's the exact same reason that you go you can sit around a table of 60 to 7-year-olds and you know they don't believe in electric cars and they don't believe in all of this and it's like no shit because the world you created has got us into the current situation right where like global warming and all this kind of stuff you know but you're looking at you know the banking system why do we go through fucking the same shit over and over again and just keep printing money you know, prof says it best, right? You know, you're, you're kind of stealing from future generations. And for me, I think about that in my children and we listened to a guy named Greg Foss and, you know, he, he said that we're liter- like our kids are guaranteed to experience the debasement of the current financial system. They're guaranteed. And that's scary. That's mutiny. Mm. Yeah, like that's mutiny. You know
0: what I mean? Like These that's things always lead to, to wars and, exactly. and that sort
2: of thing, yeah. And it's like you, you just think about that and you go, okay, well, how important is this technology on a, on a greater spectrum, on a greater level? And I think that's more so what I look at and, and in everything, right? Like it's, it's going to do some amazing things in property. It's going to, you know, and I think, I, I honestly think we have no idea what it's going to do yet.
0: And I'm even looking into it in the asset management space as well. So the, the areas that this thing going to reach, it's going to be very, very vast. Yeah. But it's going to take time to. to it's impossible to predict it now, too. Yeah, exactly. You just kind of try to, you know, dot some I's, cross some t's, which and see, is why we have options. people experimenting and doing all the hard work, and then you piggyback, and then you piggyback, yeah, copy Apple. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. and it's interesting. I mean, like, and, and and again, like, this is why, like, you look at some of these things, like Dogecoin Coin, and and what all these coin? Doge is it Doge?
0: <laughs> Doge 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 Doge. I don't Doge think anyone coin. really knows what it is. Shibu, like.
2: you know, like all of these ones where it's like. People are jumping on that bandwagon yep. just to get filthy rich, and it's like I get it. It's
0: a short-term thinker. Yeah, that's what it is. But I,
2: I would I would plead to everyone that there's something bigger on the cards here uh, as a technology.
1: Yeah, for sure. Hundred percent. Couch sessions. Go. There we go. NFTs. We
2: talked about it. We got it out. Finally, recently, fuck it up this time. Well, Hopefully, <laughs>
1: Kyle didn't though. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's still a chance. Yeah. Couch sessions, guys. So this is the first. I feel like I've said that twice now. Is that deja vu? Well, it you is. Did. You said it once All because right. we so fucked this is, it up. Yeah, but it didn't work. So this is the first episode of couch sessions. Um, basically, we're just going to talk about anything that's relevant, anything that has happened to us individually throughout the week, topics that we're seeing, You know, maybe something that um, we've seen in a magazine. I said this last week. Who too. reads <laughs> like, magazines? And I said that last up. week too. <laughs> New York Times, all right, digital magazine. Um, but, yeah, so couch Whether sessions.
0: Whether you sit down or stand up, yeah, yeah, that stand one's relevant. Hey, the the stand-up up king. Up. Okay, so. <laughs> he's
2: not ready. <laughs> he's not ready. But we also want you guys to give us as much feedback as you can and also bring topics to the to the forefront. Make sure that you're reaching out to us and telling us what you want us to talk about because couch sessions is that time where it's like we can talk about absolutely anything and, and we will talk about absolutely anything. So, Especially because it's a new episode as well. So, as much feedback as possible is great. But thanks for tuning in, uh, and we'll see you sometime next week.
0: Thanks, guys. Cheers.
2: See ya.